Today, we're going to talk about seller financing, and I'm going to lead in to a special series that I'm doing all about alternative financing this summer. I'm David C. Barnett, and you're tuned in to Small Business and Dealmaking, the podcast, YouTube channel, and blog, where I talk about buying, selling, financing, and managing small and medium-sized businesses while controlling risk. So if you're looking to take control of your future through buying a business one day, or if you already own a business and you're looking to grow or exit, you've come to the right place. I talk about interesting things, I talk to interesting people, and I answer your questions every week right here. So be sure to hit like and be sure to hit subscribe, and let's get to it. Hey everyone, it's uh, David Barnett here. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, I put a tweet out on Twitter uh, and, and if you're on Twitter and you want to interact with me over there, my handle is at dbarnettmoncton. But um, I asked, you know, uh, what videos do you guys want to see over the summer? Because um, my kids are spending a lot more time here at the house over the summer. And I know that I need to get a whole bunch of videos made in advance because, yeah, you know, when there's children in the house and noise going on and stuff, sometimes it's hard to get these quiet little times to come and, and record these videos that I share with you guys. And so I got a whole bunch of different ideas given to me, uh, but one uh, Twitter follower in particular named Neil said, why don't you discuss alternative financing uh, for doing a business acquisition? And I thought about it and I realized, you know what, there's more than just a video here. There's a, in fact, a whole series. And so what we're going to do is over the course of the summer, there's going to be a special mini series and I'll eventually put them together on a playlist for the YouTube channel here all about alternative financing strategies uh, that can be used when buying a business. So the first one though, that I wanna talk about um, is a, a recap of the granddaddy of all alternative financing when it comes to buying a business, which is of course, seller financing, right? And this is one of the very first concepts that people come across when they start to poke around in the world of, of business acquisition and they start to really read stuff and and, amazingly, a lot of people never discover this one, right? Because they they fall into the program that is presented to them quite often, where they simply give a down payment, get a bank loan, and this is how your deal is done. But if anyone goes looking for anything online about buying a small business, they will eventually come across discussions about seller financing. And I've made several videos in the past that talk about seller financing, um, and we'll, we'll link a couple of them here um, you know, for you to click through and, and go and visit. Some of them go back years and years and years. But what I want to talk about today is simply a recap. What is seller financing? And what is the thing that most buyers miss when it comes to seller financing for a deal? Uh, and I see people make this mistake all the time. So seller financing is simply not paying the entire purchase price on the closing day. So as an example, you could buy a business, let's say it's, we'll use around figures here. I'm gonna buy a business for $100,000 and Mr. Seller, I'm gonna give you $50,000 on closing day out of my own money. And I'd like you to finance the other 50,000. And on closing day, what you will do is you will bring a check for $50,000 certified funds, or maybe you'll give it to your uh, attorney or lawyer who will put it in their trust account and they will bring a trust check. So it's like proven good money. Uh, and then the other thing that you will provide as a form of payment will be a promissory note, and it will outline the details of the payments. So you will pay for the business on closing day. This is a key thing. 
the method of payment is through part of it will be your actual cash down payment. And the other method of payment will be this promissory note, which is a loan agreement document. Just like when you buy a car or get a mortgage, there's a document that outlines what is the deal? What are the payments? What's the interest? If there is any, uh, what's the amortization? How long will the payments be made over, et cetera? So in that moment, the seller has sold the business and now they own a new asset, two assets. They have the, the cash, 50,000, and they have this piece of paper, which is an obligation for you as the business buyer to send them a check. It will define how often. Could be monthly, could be quarterly, could be annual. Like literally, there are no rules. It's whatever you negotiate. Now, that document, that debt instrument is usually for a fixed amount of money. And this is what makes seller financing different from earnouts, royalty agreements, and, and other terms that you might hear. The seller financing is not tied generally to the performance of the business. It's a fixed debt. Sometimes and people will get even more creative with these and there will be certain conditions on the payment of the debt that may be tied to the performance of the business. It's kind of like the seller offering a warranty on the business. If it doesn't perform the way I've told you, then there's a way to knock money off this seller note. Another typical feature that buyers will ask for in seller financing is an indemnification or warranty about everything that they've been told about the business. So this is, again, what's called an offset clause. The one that I always tell people that they need to do is to have a clause that says this note subject to offset in the case of a material misrepresentation or undisclosed lien or liability. And so material misrepresentation is a legal term. It means something of real substance. So, um, you know, if the seller knew that the main customer had already indicated they were going to leave and not do business with you anymore. And they, and the seller sold the business to you without disclosing that. And then a few months into it, you found out that the main customer is, is going to stop buying from you and that they had given the old owner warning. That's, it would be a material misrepresentation. You would then, you know, offset your damages against that note. So you wouldn't end up paying the full face value of the note. So that's seller financing. Now, what do most buyers miss? They approach the deal thinking that they're negotiating with someone who is a seller, right? And, and you would think, yeah, that's right. They're selling the business I'm buying. They're the seller, right? But when you start to talk about seller financing, the seller all of a sudden dons a second hat the hat of banker or investor, right? Because if you say to that seller, I'll, I'll pay you 100,000 for your business, I'll give you half down and half over the course of a couple of years. Now the seller is not just thinking about the price he's selling his business for, he's also thinking about you and your ability to actually make the payments and operate the business successfully. What ends up happening is they have to start underwriting you and the deal. So they're going to look at the business that they're selling and they're going to say, do I really have confidence in my business over the next few years that it's going to be around and be successful? So that's the first question they're going to ask, which is a question that, that buyers want sellers to ask, right? You know, as a buyer, you want to make sure you're buying a business that's going to last for a while. 
And then they're going to ask, does this person have the skills and ability to successfully operate the business? And are they coachable? Are they going to be listening to me when I teach them and go through the transition phase on how to run this business successfully, right? And so let me ask you a completely random question. If I showed up on your doorstep tomorrow and you were selling a car and I said, hey, um, would you lend me half the price of the car? I'm good for it. And I'm a complete stranger to you and you don't know me? The chances of you saying yes are very low, right? Because you don't know me. You don't know how good a driver I am. You don't know what my job is. You don't know how much income I have, et cetera. The fact that I'm asking you to finance part of the used car sale should indicate that I've got maybe some problem with money, right? And so I see buyers many times, even inquiring on business for sale listings on the internet. And the first email they send to a broker or to a seller is, hey, is this seller open to seller financing? Like they're, they're, they're basically transmitting the fact that if you deal with me, there's no hope of ever getting all the money on closing day. And you have to agree to finance part of it in advance of even knowing who I am, what my experience is, or if I'm capable of running that business. I mean, that's nuts. Don't do that if you're a buyer, right? The, the way that you do it is you think a little bit about the position of the seller and realize, hey, sellers don't want to do seller financing. They're putting the business up for sale. They want to be paid, right? So you need to go in there. You need to look at the business. You need to figure out if you really want the business. You need to figure out what it's worth to you. And it could be worth different amounts of money based on the terms of sale, right? And then as you are getting to know the business and as you are letting the seller get to know you, this is when you can bring up the topic of seller financing and have a discussion once they've had a chance to get an idea of who you are, right? Doesn't that make sense? Okay. So this summer, we're going to be talking about other kinds of alternative financing. Some are going to require the participation of the business seller and some are not. And some are going to require limited participation on the part of the seller. What do I mean? Well, in some of these strategies I'm going to be teaching this summer, um, you may have to ask a seller to do a small seller note, but it won't be long. For example, you know we've just talked about seller financing with the idea that the payments are going to occur over the course of years, right? Well, sometimes you can do a deal where you say, I can pay you this money on closing. I'm going to pay you this money over the course of a couple of years. But this other chunk of money I can pay you in six months. And sometimes if the total amount of money received in a relatively short period of time is substantial, the seller might be more open to that. And so these are some of the things we're going to be discussing this summer. And I know that you're going to have a lot of fun. You're going to want to make sure you listen to every uh, small business and deal making episode. And I look forward to your feedback and comments down below. Remember, I need you to hit the like button. It doesn't cost anything, but it does help a lot with the algorithm of the different platforms that my show appears on. And comments and feedback and ratings and reviews are always welcome. And with that, I hope we have great weather this summer. And I look forward to having plenty of chats with you. And we'll see you later. So how can you learn more about buying, selling, financing, and managing small and medium-sized businesses? Easy. Head over to my blog site, davidcbarnett.com, where you can learn more about me and how I work with my clients. 
You can learn more about my books and the online courses that I've prepared for you. You can find out about how to subscribe to my email list, the YouTube playlist, etc. There's literally hundreds of hours of content there, all for free, and I'd love for you to be my guest. Special thanks go out to Jeff Alpaw Customs for being my tailor. Men all around the world can look dangerous, just like me, with the help of Jeff Alpaw Customs. JeffAlpaw.com. Use the code DCB10 to save. They handle multiple currencies and ship anywhere you happen to be.